Today's Issues continues on AFR. And welcome back to this Wednesday edition of Today's Issues. Fred Jackson sitting in for the boss, Tim, today. And with me in studio right now, we're joined by Steve Jordahl. Good morning. From American Family News. And we welcome back Ray Pritchard from Keep Believing Ministries. From KC. You're KC. You're on the Kansas side of KC. On the Kansas side of Kansas City. Where today, Fred, it's a... It's 80 degrees and sunny, yes. beautiful weather. Good bike riding weather. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. This afternoon, I'm going to hit the trail. Yeah. It doesn't matter how hot it is. You get on that bike and go. Actually, the hotter it is, the more I like it. I yeah, I like to sweat when I ride. So I don't mind if it gets up to 95 or 100. It's, it's okay. Wow. Ray, you a tough guy. <laughs> well, I just, but I won't go as far, right? I'll okay. go. Instead of 15 miles, I'll go four or five if it's 100 degrees, right? Better man than me, Ray. <laughs> I head for air conditioning. Maybe it's the Canadian blood or something, but I, I head for air conditioning. Yeah, That's what I do, but uh, wow. Well, stay safe out there, Ray. Will do. Get lots of salt there when you get back. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know the doctors say salt. Gatorade and all that, that stuff, yeah, right? All that stuff. Uh, Steve, do you bike ride or? Uh, you know what? No. <laughs> Exercise and me. That was uh, quick. <laughs> that was definitely. You know what? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been like competitively on a bike for a while. My brother-in-law, though, is insane. He uh, every year he goes somewhere to take a, a ride. He's this year. Uh, he's going to be actually taking the Natchez Trace Parkway all the way from Natchez up to Nashville. Oh um, man, that's what a four hundred miles. Yeah. yeah, this is what, what he does. He takes a, a bike trip. He'll do that in two days, three days, maybe whatever. Yeah. Uh, one year he decided uh, he they my sister and he were um, house parents and worked at the Black Forest Academy mm-hmm. in in Germany. It's a mission a school for missionary kids. He decided he wanted to do one of the legs of the Tour de France. Wow. So he got somebody that, I mean, that's, I guess they let him do that. Now, I will have to tell you, that one kicked his rear end. <laughs> it was, uh-huh. those, those, man, those guys are incredible. But, now yeah. I'm feeling guilty because I get exhausted on the treadmill. You yeah, know? but you watch hockey. That's, 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 a, that's, yeah, a I watch, I watch hockey, Ray. <laughs> my, my hockey playing days are over. What, what, what's a treadmill? <laughs> what's a treadmill? I've heard of it. I, I've seen the picture. I got a question for you, Fred. Sure. So, um, we did this, is this takeover of the, uh, of the show by the news department was not a hostile takeover, was it? Oh, no, not at all. No, it did, was, a, it did, was a friendly takeover. Did you leave the ransom note or was I supposed to? Uh, I think I, we left that up to you because okay. you're a master of words. <laughs> you have a nice way of putting a takeover, a coup. <laughs> uh, no. Insurrection. Uh, <laughs> the guys, the regular guys, the A-team, they're taking a few days off, and uh, they deserve that. So we're we're welcome. And there's, Ray, as we're talking about the first hour, there's just so much news to talk about. And uh, glad you could join us here on uh, American Family Radio. You, can, of course, can always watch us, too, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, just go there and type in today's issues. I know when I open up YouTube, there's all kinds. It goes back two, three years sometimes. The internet is forever. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of interesting to watch what we were talking about two or three years ago. Uh, it's amazing. Speaking of news, um, I think Chris mentioned this uh, just before uh, he left us in the last hour. But in political news, this is Yahoo News just came out in the last hour. 
President Biden's approval rating drops 7% to its lowest level this year, uh, would be the lowest level of his can, of his president's presidency. Over his handling of U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, poll shows. Uh, here's my guess. If things don't get resolved quickly, uh, that those poll numbers are going to go down, Ray, even more. What's the number? It's down. It just says seven percent here. Uh, he was he was running. I think he was down because people are getting frustrated over COVID restrictions. Uh, but now I think that takes him well below the fifty percent mark, Ray. Well, I, I saw yesterday Rasmussen said in their you know the daily tracking poll had him down to forty five percent. Yeah. Yesterday. And they also said 70% of Americans do not approve of what he is doing in Afghanistan. Or maybe I should say what he is not doing in Afghanistan. And Abe made the point in the last segment that in the White House, it doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat. It's, it's politically driven, right? So they've got their eyes on those poll numbers. If they stay down, it's going to force the president, I don't know what, to, maybe force him to actually take questions from reporters. In, in this case, skeptical reporters, something he's completely unwilling to do. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd want to be Jen Psaki these days. She's the chief no. White House spokesperson, and uh, she's had an overall uh, an easy ride up to now. She's had friendly reporters, with the exception of Peter Ducey of Fox News, in there, but most of the other questions I would say were kind of Melba toast is what I would describe them. Uh, but even those questions are getting tougher for Jen Psaki. How do you defend, especially with this New York Times story this morning, saying that Biden administration was warned by our intelligence agencies back two, three months ago of what was going to unfold in Afghanistan at the same time that Joe Biden was telling the American public, hey, don't worry, be happy. Uh, what happened in uh, Saigon, you will not see happening uh, in Afghanistan. And, of course, he's been proven 100% wrong on that front. So uh, it is going to be interesting to see. We know how the Republicans are responding to this. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how Democrats uh, respond to this. We are soon going to be in primary season for next year's midterm election. And uh, you've got House members some of them are just hanging on by the skin of their teeth right now. There's only, what, a five or six seat margin there between Republicans and Democrats. And so the Democrats need every seat that they can and more. And uh, now their biggest enemy, their biggest enemy right now is is Afghanistan. And what happens there with those 15,000 Americans, as we're saying, that are behind uh, enemy lines right now. But also the frustration, we were talking about this in the last hour, Steve, frustration is growing over COVID restrictions. The American people were ready to do what the government told them uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, but we're not there right now as a country. We were all in a year and a half ago. I remember, do you remember coming the first day? It was like, because uh, as news people, we were, I guess we were considered essential workers. So the first day, um, I, I get up and I come to work like normal and nobody's on the street. I'm thinking this is so strange, but yeah, it's, it's gone. In fact, it's, uh, they're getting worse. It seems, uh, and now it's not, uh, just the restrictions. It's the vaccinations. They want everybody to have a vaccination and everything. And I just saw this morning that, uh, they're getting ready to roll out the new boosters. So it never ends. I wanted to play you a, a story here. Um, I have a, 
audio of a young woman. Uh, she's in her 20s. Uh, we don't know her name, uh, but uh, she's pregnant, she says. Uh, in her back seat is a toddler, so she's going in. She had a doctor's appointment. Uh, she's having some heart troubles, and she made a cardiologist appointment. I want you to hear exactly what happened to her. Cut eight. I've had a cardiologist appointment scheduled since May. It is now August. Today is my appointment. I show up for that appointment wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask. And I'm told that because I am not vaccinated and because he is too young to be vaccinated, I can't be seen. A five-month pregnant woman who is having heart problems cannot see the cardiologist she has waited months to see because I'm not vaccinated. Tell me again that it's about public health. These doctors and nurses should be shamed of themselves for turning away a patient who needs help because of their vaccination status. Wow. Uh, Ray, you can hear the frustration in that voice. That don't blame her a bit. This is a woman who, who evidently has, shows no signs of COVID. That's not even the implication here that she's that she's symptomatic or that she's tested positive. Here's a woman who has a heart problem who needs to get in and see her doctor and can't because she's not been vaccinated. That's not health care. That's politics. Yeah, and I, I, it is this kind of story that we're hearing more and more just in the last hour. We heard from the moms at this uh, this Charleston City Council meeting last night there in South Carolina uh, about mask mandates for their kids. Well, because we were told over a year ago that, hey, these little kids, they don't have to worry. Uh, there's, there's, you know, the COVID is not going to affect them. And now uh, you're having mask mandates for these little boys and girls heading back that they're supposed to wear these masks eight hours a day in a classroom. And so we're at a different time, uh, Ray, uh, in this. And I'm, I'm just wondering, for the most part, people have been supportive I kind of understand the medical community because they're being told by their bosses there's liability sure. insurance here. Sure. And if somebody tests positive afterwards, that the medical community says we're going to get sued for this kind of thing. So I understand that argument to a point. But to this lady's point, she needs an appointment. She's got heart problems. She's pregnant, but several months pregnant. So, yeah. Several months pregnant. She's got a heart issue. She wants to talk to her cardiologist. She wants to get examined to make sure everything is okay, uh, that her heart is doing okay in the midst of this pregnancy, and yet she's told, I'm sorry, you're not allowed in here unless you have a vaccination. By the way, here's another problem, Ray. We're not sure what vaccinations may do to the unborn in the womb. Right, right. I mean, we we don't have all the information on this woman's situation. Maybe she's been told don't don't get the vaccine. Maybe she understands it's a danger to her unborn baby to get the vaccination. So we don't we don't know all the details here. It's unreasonable, unreasonable that this woman who needs medical care is not able to get it. Think about this: <laughs> you have a medical doctor who undoubtedly is vaccinated himself mm, right is doesn't feel safe uh in front of another person what does that tell you about the efficacy of the vaccine if a medical doctor doesn't think he's protected by the vaccine which he's taken 
Um, what are we doing? Well, and, and here's the issue, and I, you can understand why the skepticism is growing. And, and listen, we have to repeat, as we always do, we're not anti-vaccination. Nor are we medical experts. And we're not medical experts. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, we understand there are people who have lost loved ones. This, this is serious. I, we understand all of this. But you have to begin to understand the frustration because the story keeps changing. Uh, you know, we're told first the vaccinations, you get vaccinated, you're good to go. And now we're being right. told right. in the last 10 days, you're all going to have to get boosters. And now some people are saying, is, is this is going to be the way uh, for years ahead that I get a vaccination, have to have that boost, have to is have that Is it going to be like the yearly flu shot? I mean, yeah. who are we supposed to believe on this, Fred? Well, I'll tell you what. Well, what what Joe Biden would have you to believe, Dr. Fauci, Steve. He would have you to believe Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, though, is losing the American people. Uh, I want you <laughs> No to- kidding. Breaking news. <laughs> I want you to hear, um, this is at a, uh, uh, I think it was a school board, either a school board or city council, I'm not sure, in Wachusett, Massachusetts. And uh, this mom, uh, this person came up wearing a mask and was advocating for getting masks on our kids in school. She wanted the masks. I want you to hear uh, the respect that this crowd gives Dr. Fauci. Listen to Cut 7. Active in fighting COVID under rules established by health experts. One would have to dismiss the views of highly educated and experienced scientists, people like Dr. Anthony Fauci or Dr. Excuse me. Excuse me. He's a joke. Again. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Dr. Fauci wow. is a, is a, is a, well, you know, Ray, uh, and that was in Massachusetts. That where was, they were, that was in gracious. Massachusetts. Uh, I, I tell you what, and when we talk about inconsistencies over the last several months, Dr. Fauci's right out there at the head of the parade. Yeah. And this is why people are getting so frustrated, Ray. You know, you, we've already said, uh, in the beginning, we were all willing to do whatever, it took because it was new. We didn't know 15 days we'll do it, 30 days we'll do it, another month we'll do it. Now we're into what, 17 months into this. We've got three vaccines. We don't know how well they work. And now we're talking, uh, well, now we're talking, let's go maybe next month. They're going to add a booster and we're gonna, they're going to recommend that people get, look. And, and I want to say, Fred, to add to what, you said we're not anti-vax people know i said on the air i've i've taken i've gotten both the shots of the of the pfizer vaccine and had my reasons for doing that including some uh, you know my age and all the rest of it but look my position is do the research folks mm-hmm. and make the decision that makes sense for you personally that's my advice right and we're not telling people what not to do but i don't blame anybody for being skeptical about the government after after the after their performance over the last 17 months yeah and we had it was a dr mccullough that was on last week from texas peter, peter McCullough. dr peter mccullough right. he was on last week and I, I didn't get the sense he's anti-vaccination at all although he's been tagged with that that moniker but uh, what he was advocating is talk to your doctor and explore all the possibilities 
Mm-hmm. There is there are some now uh, who can be treated with these infusions of antibodies, yeah. uh, and uh, and then there's uh, hydrochloroquine. Uh, if you're remembering your first time you heard that word, that came from then President Trump. Hydroxy how, hydroxychloroquine. Hi, hydroxychloroquine. He was treated with that. Remember how the media treated him? Oh, oh yeah. He oh, got yeah. better, folks. He was tested positive for COVID. He had symptoms. He told us that, but he was treated with these uh, by a different method at that time, and the media went just ballistic over that because he wasn't carrying the narrative of the time, and President Trump got better. So all people are saying is that have a chat with your doctor. Honestly, have a chat with your doctor. Investigate these infusions. I've talked to a few people who have personally gone the infusion route, and... uh, they're feeling much better. Right. So it, we're not saying it works for everybody, but at least explore those possibilities. All right. Um, on the other front uh, that we've been talking about a lot over the last uh, recent weeks is what's going on in our schools today. We've talked about Loudoun County, great concern by parents up there, Steve, about uh, critical race theory. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you would you would think that if there are kids that are going to be spared this, it would be little kids. Yeah. You little would think kids. That, wouldn't you? Little kids uh, who would not be subjected to this. Um, but that's not the case, we understand. Well, and, and it's not just critical race theory. I'm going to play you a cut from a preschool teacher, right? This is someone that's teaching two and three and four year olds. Mm. And uh, this a young lady um, is bragging about her class in this case and it and it is uh, crt in many cases but in this case it's the uh, deviant sexual agenda that she's she's um talking about so keep in mind as you're listening to this and again we don't know her name it, it wouldn't give it if we did but um i <laughs> listen to this person talk about her preschool class cut nine story time This has been my first year in preschool with a class of my own, teaching alongside another queer neurodivergent educator, and we have been rocking our twos class. We've been talking about gender and skin color and consent and empathy and our bodies and autonomy. It's been fabulous. But our teaching team is shifting and a new person is being onboarded, someone with many years of experience. So today at the lunch table, when the topic of gender came up, one of our students plainly looked up and said, well, I'm a girl today, but I know that teacher Ko isn't. No, they're Enby. And the look on the incoming teacher's face was priceless. She was shocked in a good way. And she just looked around at the two of us and said, this class is incredible. And I am so impressed. Oh, wait, 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 now she said uh, she had one of her students who is what, three, four years old. Yep. Say I'm a girl today, but the teacher is what? NB, uh, non-binary. Oh, Oh, that's what, yeah. They, they know this term. They know you're, you're, at three and four years old. Yes, this is this. We're not we're not learning how to count up to ten. <laughs> right. We're not learning our colors unless you want to ten genders. Maybe maybe they're one right. of those. We're not learning uh, how to put words together in a sentence. We're not learning how to spell. Right? No, we're learning about this stuff. You know, my my question too. I mean, this is so bizarre, Ray. 
But my question is, I wonder if the parents know what's going on. Surely, if they knew, they would object, right? Surely they would. But this, okay, where was this woman? Was she giving testimony somewhere? Um, no, this was this was just a a, a video selfie video that she was taking, but she was bragging on bra- bragging yes. on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just for her Facebook page. And how proud the new this other this new teacher coming how proud she was yeah. of the brainwashing the evil indoctrination of these preschool kids, <clears throat> folks. Find out what is being taught. Find out what your children and your grandchildren are being taught, and speak up if something like this is being taught. Let your voice be heard. This is evil. It's child abuse. It is. You know, Steve, what struck me uh, listening to the tone of voice of this teacher, she didn't fear any repercussions for what she was teaching. Uh, So that tells me her bosses know about this and are endorsing this kind of indoctrination. Yeah, uh, without question. Um, But if she had come out and said, you know, I think maybe marriage should be, we're going to teach these kids that it's good to have a mom and a dad and, and marriage is a good thing. And then she'd be in trouble. Mm. And if she said marriage is between one man and one woman, probably lose her job. But, yeah, probably. I, I, we're speculating, but all right. We just but, a few minutes left. Uh, Steve. All right. Let me just uh, give you an update. If, if it wasn't for Afghanistan and um, all the other craziness that's going on in the world, we'd probably be talking a lot more about the fires that are going on in Northern California. Mm. There are several fires. Um, as of about an hour ago, the Caldor fire was, it's in El Dorado County. It has uh, burned more than 30,000 acres and it's 0% contained. Then there's the El Dorado uh, fire, which is in El Dorado County. And it has decimated and run through the town of Grizzly Flats, which is about uh, 65 miles east of Sacramento in the Gold Country foothills. And then we've been talking about the Dixie Fire, which is the largest one, and I think it's now the largest in state history. Um, And it is advancing toward a a town called Susanville. Um, They've taken electricity from uh, some 50,000 people uh, around that fire, uh, just to make sure that the if the winds topple something that they don't uh, start a, a, another fire yet. Yeah, you know it's uh, you're right, Steve. Because of all the other news that's going on, we've almost forgotten about those stories. But these dear folks, they're they're losing their homes. Yeah, they're being driven from their homes. And uh, as you were saying, there's at least one of these fires that's still out of control, uh, and this is going to continue. They're going through a very dry period there. There are other sections of the country, Ray. I know we talked to Jan Markell last week. She is feeling the effects of these fires in California because the smoke <clears throat> is making its way across into, the country, right through yeah. Minnesota. I'm not sure if – have you experienced any of this in Kansas? It has come right across Kansas City as well. Really? And, you know, earlier we, we prayed for our, the folks in Afghanistan. Yeah. We need to pray for our friends out there in California. Pray for rain. Yes. Pray for safety. Pray for deliverance for the people who are in harm's way. Pray for the firefighters. Yes. It's, a, it's an exhausting job. Ray, great to have you with us once again. We look thanks, forward Fred. to seeing you again tomorrow. Steve, thanks so much. My pleasure. And uh, much more programming here in American Family Radio. There's so much going on in our world today, folks. And you need to stay tuned, stay up to date on what is going on. Uh, visit us at American Family News AFN. 
AFN.net, AFN.net. New website, folks. New website is the place to go, uh, and you can find out the latest details and these and other stories and more great programming ahead all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here on American Family Radio. Have yourself a blessed day and be a blessing to someone else today as well. Bye for now. Bye for now.